this weekend car audio audio tune in tune in what we talking about bass talking about chips talking about rings you ain't got them zip your lip you got a problem you ever found check your grounds the show about to start start tune in 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 this weekend car audio Welcome to This Week in Car Audio with your host, the judge, Doug Stockton, co-hosted by the inevitable, the super uh, (laughs) movie star guy. He's going to meet my sister one of these days. I'm pretty sure they're going to meet on set together. Uh, Mr. Jeffrey Fernandez. How's it going, Jeffrey? Good, good, good. How you doing, Doug? Oh, just fine. Setting up our live feeds real quick. Um... So, uh, what was I gonna tell you? So, you're my sister, Jeff. Oh, I wanted to mention <laughs> our sponsors of today's event. Obviously, we got um, once again we have uh, Crossfire Car Audio and Puns Customs. Without them, we you know with with their help, we can continue to um, have this uh, show and whatnot. Why am I not showing me on live on Facebook? I'm looking for that right now. Bam, where is my Facebook Live? There it is. Um, let me click on that real quick. There you go. Let's see it. Yep. All right, cool. Now pop pop out. There we go. Um, I am going to share. Jeffrey, why don't you tell us about your upcoming show, whatever like that stuff. So as you can see right behind me, Sunday, March 12th um, at Crossfire Car Audio, we're going to have another triple point event. Um, Grapevine, Texas, if you guys don't know where Crossfire is. Um, yeah, so check it out on bbdragracing.com uh, on the calendar. Um, and uh, hopefully, hope to see you guys there. Yeah, hey, somebody hit something in the chat real quick. I want to make sure something's popping up because I am not seeing it right now. Um, somebody chat something real quick, please. I'm seeing, a, I'm seeing some people. Well, I see them on there, but I'm not seeing them on my second screen, so oh, I can pull oh them my. up over here. You seeing anything? Nothing. No. Okay, there we go. Yeah, so now I'm starting to see. I see Manny. I see Gary. There we go. I see Spencer. Yeah. Hold on. Let me mute my thing. Um, I am going to continue to share this thing real quick, so give me – just bear with me for a minute. Um, close. Share. Um, <coughs> oops, hold on. Check this out. Pop Tart here says it's Dan the Man. <laughs> Pop Tart, what's going on, buddy? <laughs> How'd I know he would be bored enough to watch this episode? <laughs> Why don't you uh, talk about our guest and stuff, Jeffrey, real quick while I'm sell- sharing this? You know, I almost feel like he uh, he doesn't need any introduction, right? <laughs> I'm sure you guys seen the scores, you've seen the vehicle, right? And today, today's uh, podcast, we have the man. How many how many world championships do you have? Mm, not as many as we might think. You might got me beat, Jeffrey. Well, let's see. One, two, I believe four or five, maybe. Four or five. I can't. We have... I, gotta, I gotta rethink this. All. <laughs> well, we had the COVID and all that, you know, so oh. that kind of messed up that two-year deal. So it turned into one Otherwise... year, but two. 
Otherwise, but, it would have been more, right? Yeah, maybe so. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, well, we'll see what we can do. We'll see what we can do. All right. So our back. guest today is Dan Horner, multiple world champion, uh, multiple world record holder, right? Correct. Just yes. a few. Just a few. <laughs> Um, um, we could what what do... we're common today, what are we doing today? I yeah. couldn't tell you. Uh, we're going to show <laughs> you guys what? How to recone a subwoofer our way, I guess. I don't know. But yeah, no. The Dan way. Get, the the Gary, Dan way. Well, or, Gary Killian yeah. says uh, that I sound like the old romper room. I see Billy and Bobby <laughs> and Gary. <laughs> I think you just dated yourself there, Doug. Well, that was oh, Gary. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> he just dated but, but I am old enough that I did watch them as original runs. So just wow. saying. <laughs> uh, Pop Tart wants to know how many total uh, world titles does DTX hold? And not just you. Oh, my. You're going to put me on the spot. <laughs> no, the boys, the boys do a lot better job than I do at making the team look good. I'll tell you that. <laughs> uh it, it's been a pretty pretty wild ride with some of them you know it's you know some of them in the same class unfortunately but you know what can you do uh, right. i'm not going to tell somebody hey uh no you can't compete with me because well this guy's here well let him duke it out i guess and we've seen a couple times of that last year i don't know i mean it, i bet if everybody that got a championship wants to go ahead and <laughs> type on there we <laughs> might get a count but it's been pretty good the last, what would it be, four years roughly, I believe, mm -hmm. is kind of what we've been going doing DTX now. So. Nice. Yeah. If you guys are listening to the show and you've won a world championship and you're on DTX, comment with a thumbs up. So that way. Yeah, go win. ahead. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So. Uh, and not Pop Tart. He doesn't count. He, he, he can't be. He's not DTX. <laughs> yeah. I'm <laughs> just kidding, buddy. Yeah, he'd be one of them, but. Uh, yeah, there, there was a pretty good fight, I believe, in that class as well. Oh, right, yeah, went against Sam, which was yeah, work with kind of directly. But, um, Sam on here too. Um, uh, Pop Tart says he did hit the thumbs up, nice. Um, okay, so, so, uh, the genesis of what we're doing right now, um, I just want to say real quick. Um, just we'll do some house cleaning stuff real quick before we get going. The genesis of where this came from. We had DB Don on here a few weeks ago, and Don says we should probably do some more DIY stuff. And you know what? We said, uh, hey, that's actually a great idea. I'm always looking for ideas to make this show better and more entertaining for you guys and more informative. Um, so our first thought was, let's have a recone. And... Who else will we get as a reconer? Dan, why, why would we have you as our reconer for this show? Well, I mean, we do this every day of our life, <laughs> I guess, for the last how many years. But besides the point, I guess, I mean, we do run DB Drag and such, too. So I probably came to mind kind of hand in hand with that one. But, yeah, I mean, it's not exactly rocket science and that's what we're going to try to show you today that you know it, it'd be helpful to get it out to the customers too there's a lot of them that sometimes say hey i i would like to do this but i don't really feel confident enough to give it a try mm -hmm. you know but if you get enough information out there it's you know it, it's challenging if you've never done it i suppose but it's not impossible and that's that's what we kind of want to get the point across and yeah maybe get people a little more 
You know, I remember the first one I did, I was like, man, I hope this is 100% right, because if this is off, it's going to rub or something bad's going to happen. But we'll go over some of the basics where I have had people actually hit me up on, on the website and email, so on. Okay. Well, a couple things that are kind of, you know, for a first timer wouldn't maybe catch on or know, but it'd be useful information for them to have because it would save them kind of the, oh my God, I don't know what I did wrong, but... Uh, there's a few things that can happen that might not actually be anything wrong per se. They just didn't finish the process. And there's a few things that we'll, we'll talk about, I suppose, with that. All right. So, so, so Dan owns a shop uh, called DTX, right? Um, yeah, Directronics. Directronics, yeah. So you shorten Once it to DTX. Time, uh, <laughs> was started by Brian Chamberlain of Sundown mm -hmm. Audio originally. Uh-huh. Sorry, Brian, if you're on here, I don't know, but I don't remember the year he started it. I, hmm, 15, maybe, I believe, is kind of what he told me. Um, so, I can't quote myself on that. Though. So so what does your shop do? What does DTX do? What we do is repair, refurbish, make custom subwoofers slash recones. Um, if you got a subwoofer, might have laying around, want to get it repaired, fixed. We don't just do only sundown. Now, don't let this, <laughs> you know, I just figured, hey, I got something that needs to get done at the shop. We'll just do this one. So, um, but we do other companies as well, you know, uh, shoot us a message. If you don't see it on the website, it doesn't not necessarily mean we can't do it. Mm -hmm. It means I want to make sure we get the right info, try to get with the customer, make sure they know what they have exactly. We know what they have, try to get the measurements we need. So my guess is, Sometimes is DC audio, done. incriminator audio, uh, Rockford yeah. Fosgate, um, you know, the, the kicker. It, it very much depends yeah. on some, uh, you know, some of them do have very kind of, I guess, proprietary size parts right. or odd duck type stuff. Uh, those we generally say, okay, well, the company still exists. Go get the recon from them if that's what they're right. trying to have done. Uh, if we can make something, try to make something a little different. You know, a lot of the SPL arena guys, you know, they like messing around with some different parts and trying different configurations. We try to help with that as best we can. Um, I know there's a few others that kind of brainstorm back and forth with some of them ideas too. So we, we do have kind of a group of people, like you're saying, Team DTX and, and all that. Yeah, we, we had a pretty... Pretty good amount of championships, I believe, again, yeah. this last year. But, I mean, a lot of this R&D and testing is being done by those guys. Yeah. I mean, yep. we do directly use quite a bit of Sundown. But like I said, it's not the only thing. We did have some guys uh, running some American Base Neos. A couple other uh, guys were running some Incriminator Neos, so on and so forth. Um, DC, a couple guys run DC Neos, still the old tight gap ones. That's still pretty popular. So amongst people, um, when I started, much whatever. Yeah. when I started, I was running beyond audio, which is DB Don's and I had to recone a couple of subs and that's how I ended up, you know, learning how to recone is as a competitor. When I started, you know, DB Don's out of Canada and to yeah. ship stuff back and forth from Canada is a pain in the ass. Yeah. Pricey. Yeah. Right. It's super expensive. Right. So it well, was... yeah, no, we deal with some of that too. I mean, we, we do have some Canadian, you know, customers that we've had since the beginning of having DTX that we've had as kind of friends and, you know, acquaintances and, you know, yeah, the shipping is what killed it, unfortunately. Yep. I and wish duties. there was a way around that, but <laughs> I mean, 
it, it's it's pretty insane when you see the tariffs you get thrown at you know, along yep. with the shipping that's already outrageous and yeah I, I can definitely relate i feel bad sometimes <laughs> when i see what some of the shipping prices are it's like holy cow you know but no, we do the best we can even to help the people in the different countries and stuff too as best, you know, with some of the shipping prices. But that that is some of that's pretty phenomenal. Okay. Um, so so let's start this off. Uh, oh, also, if you guys uh, look in the description of today's event, whether you're on Facebook or YouTube, uh, you will see a link to a Google Doc. Um, uh, we're going to be giving away a float Frisbee and a db drag float frisbee and a <laughs> cd we're going to give away that at the next sh uh show on the sixth um all you need to do is fill out the information on there and be a subscriber on the youtube we're trying to build up our subscribers uh so if you guys would please you know join our youtube uh get a second handle you know get a like a um uh, what's that called just go go get yourself a gmail and become another subscriber wouldn't hurt my feelings, <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we're trying to run to a thousand subscribers. But we're going to start by giving away some small stuff, and as we continue on, we're going to get bigger. All right, so Dan, so here you are. You're pounding away. You're at Slamology. <coughs> you decided, hey, I'm going to play my system at full tilt for four and a half minutes. All of uh, all yeah. of a sudden, the magic smoke gets released from inside your speaker box. <laughs> that's 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 pretty common that's I mean, accurate it's good it's good i'm <laughs> glad you know i think that sometimes i'll say hey, some <clears> of <throat> the guys i know even from our group they will push their system a little bit harder at slamology knowing that hey dan's gonna <laughs> he's there <laughs> we'll be taken care of but you know yeah it, it's we I and mean, we've helped out a bunch of random people too at you know slam too and even people that don't, you know, technically aren't our customers, they're still blowing <laughs> stuff up and, yep. you know, we'll do what we can to get them playing again. Uh, yes, with that being said, I do believe we're planning on bringing the repo and trailer to slam this year. Uh, I don't see that being something different in the near future because that's kind of the place, you know, that's one of the places. If there's demoing going on, there's normally people blowing stuff up. You need, you need to make it out down. here to Autorama. We have the Canadians <laughs> are coming down to Autorama too this year again. Nice. How late year is that? That one? is April, the last weekend of April, April 28th and 29th, I believe. Man, you guys got all these shows the first couple <laughs> weeks, the first months that actually dry up around here. I might, you know, the way it's been snowing up here lately with the blizzards, we just got another one like a day ago. I'll be lucky I can get the trailer out by April. <laughs> Julio says that's a good smell. Um, yeah. yeah. Nick Nick Semino says uh, some people can't roll up to a show or finals with four sets of subs like others. <laughs> yeah. And Julio says he loves the smell of coil in the morning. Yeah. You know, I, I, I joked around. There was people that had a meme once upon a time with that candle. Could you imagine somebody made a Yankee candle that smelled like a burnt moist <laughs> candle? That would be, that would be Jeffrey's moist. nightmare. Yeah. yeah. We'll just <laughs> it would... light that one up, and every base head will get one for Christmas. It'll be like <laughs> the worst nightmare coming true. Oh, it my would... God, it doesn't go away. No. <laughs> I bet you that would sell. I bet you that would sell. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess is there any particular order you'd like? To no, I'd like to start it. Or? So you just blew a subwoofer. Yes. What's what's right. number one thing to do? Um, so if you're gonna do it yourself, first thing you're gonna have to do is uh, you're gonna have to source the subwoofer parts, right? 
Generally, I mean. So where would you source those parts in general? If you're going to do it yourself, there's yes. a couple places you can get them. I've seen parts, you know, you can get them on eBay. It probably wouldn't be my first choice, but <laughs> one of the guys that does sell the parts on eBay also owns Florida Base. I've seen him sell both places. Okay. That would be one place if you're looking yeah. to find parts. Um, we sell full recall and kits. Like I said, we can get you to this point. This mm -hmm. is probably the safer point for most customers. So, so uh, that for people see, that don't I understand, shaking his head. Yeah, yeah. We <laughs> so, get them at least. Yeah. So far, for but. for people that have not been part of um, reconing or been in this part of the industry before, what would you call that thing that you have all set up there? Like you said, you would get to this a point. Year, this year would be more of a drop-in style recall, mm -hmm. which would be like what you would get from. You know, the manufacturer a lot of times, like Sundown, would send you something very similar to this. So, so a drop-in for you, uh, for people that don't understand. So the drop-in means the triple this joint. This would be so go a ahead and full replacement kit. Basically, you Recon cut out kit. all your soft parts, and you would have everything you need plus the dust cap that's laying on the table here okay. to basically replace everything that was once in your magnet and your basket. <laughs> so basically, so, you're cutting all this. You know, you're probably going to – the fun part's gonna be the first guy who's <laughs> ever had to dig that coil out of the gas. That's what I was gonna get next. Part. So, so yeah. first, how how do you remove a subwoofer from a basket? You have a blown subwoofer. How do you remove it from the basket? Basically, what I would start at that point, you know, you're gonna take standard utility knife, works perfectly fine. Just take and slide the, across the surround, get the thing cut open, reach for inside the spider area, which you know, the suspension area down here, just kind of take the knife and cut through that. Sometimes by the leads, you really got to kind of give it a little <laughs> more, but you'll you'll get it all the way around. At that point, if you did what you're hoping, <laughs> it's going to be kind of stuck there, right? Like it's uh, not wanting to move. And, you know, generally what we've found is once this is cut, uh, the surround, and then we cut the spider, the best bet, and believe it or not, I'll quote Dan Brown on this. He's actually the one that's kind of figured out this works consistently. What we'll do is kind of just like grab onto the thing. And if you need to take like a plier or something, I got uh, like a lineman plier. I'll take if nothing else, you need something to grip. But if you can get onto the spider and kind of give it a twist, sometimes you can get that intertwining tangled up mess <laughs> that's inside the hole a little bit loosened. And if you can get it to come a little bit like that, then just kind of quickly yank the thing and it will kind of at least break that so it unravels. But you're still going to be fishing, you know, the coil out for, well, until you get everything out of there. And that's the next thing, too. You're going to want to make sure you got it all out of there. You don't mm -hmm. want to leave pieces behind. I've seen that before. Um, so I've, so this, rem remember, I started doing this back in 2000, right? So the formers we had, we were actually using even Kapton formers back then and some mm. other, and they would actually break inside the gap. I don't think the formers, the aluminum formers don't do that at all, right? Um, they can. I've seen them bend, not, not but I've never like seen them break. Talking. It's, yeah, it's not generally. I mean, there was, it depends on the sub. Like if you got right. a fit enough former and a heavy enough coil, sometimes I've seen that on some like eight inch drivers when the coil used to snap in half on a right. few of them. Um, you see it a lot more on them plastic type formers and right. stuff like that where it'll snap. So, uh, so how, is there any tricks? Smashed. Yeah, it's so it's smashed. smashed. Right, because yeah. you overdrove the driver and it hit the back plate, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. And so. if you get it so bad where you're having a hard time, if you're lucky enough, like the sundown woofers and a lot of them, they, they do have the vent holes in the bottom. Mm -hmm. 
lot of them do. Oh yeah. You can a lot of times take like a T handle. You might break it off inside. We've had, you know, you're oh, fight. No. <laughs> if you get them stuck in there really good, you'll be fighting them. But a lot of times you can get them in the vent hole and hit it down with a hammer and just kind of go around in a circle, try to get that coil to break loose, get it to come a little bit more that way. But the main thing is, yes, get all the pieces of that coil slash former, anything that was one time part of that coil needs to come out of the hole. It, and it can't be like halfway clean. I, I've seen that before. And I've seen people actually have part of the coil where it's slinkied off, still in the bottom. Oh, no. Tight around the hole and yep. something's hitting and, hey, there's something wrong with the sub. <laughs> okay, well, let's take a look at it, see what we got. Kind of sucks because, you know, cutting out to figure out that you I mean, it happens. We, we've probably all been there a time or two. Hey, this wasn't supposed to go this way. <laughs> and that's kind of worst case uh, scenario. That's what we're trying to avoid. you know. In the but if it comes off whole, you're golden, right? Yep. You don't have to worry about fishing stuff out. I mean, you could, if it does, you, you know, hit it with the uh, the air compressor, you know, get, the, right. get all the little shards yeah, yeah. out. Get everything blown <laughs> out. What we'll recommend, right. take some duct tape, kind of fold yep. it around. Two-sided tape. That's what I used to and use. And then clean it, clean it a little bit like that, which mm -hmm. I'll run it through just again. On, on like a nail clean. file or something works really well or um, – or like a, ga a gauging tool, just a yeah. flat, a long yeah. flat thing or even works a great. Letter opener. Yeah, letter opener <laughs> works great. So but yeah, anything. Make sure that you got everything cleaned out. Yes. The main thing, and then tape it. Make sure you get you know anything metal that might be a little fine stuff. You'll get mm -hmm. that out with the tape the last time. Okay. But first, yeah, blow it out normally with an air compressor. Generally, like I talked to Doug, we were talking about it. I said I don't know that I'm going to drying the bathroom <laughs> inside the, the camera room and so on. But uh, I did bring along a couple of the tools that I generally use. I'll grab them here quick and kind okay. of go over that. So, so while he's grabbing those, um, so once you have cleaned out that uh, pole piece and that air and that gap, it's actually the gap around the pole piece. Um, so what I used to do, and I'm sure Dan does, uh, they actually make a plastic sleeve that you stick inside and that protects it for when you're cleaning it up, nothing goes back inside. But if you don't have one of those plastic sleeves, you can always just tape around that you gap. You can tape, tape the whole top. But blue tape. Yeah, I, I actually sure. made me some Painter's plastic um, hmm. some plastic pieces that look like an upside-down cup, and you just slid it over, and it had a flange on it. And that worked yeah, great. So but I made yeah, those it, myself. And if you don't have that, you know, you're using tape to clean it out, take a couple pieces, tape the top. Because you don't want anything to fall back in the gaps. So right. that, that's yeah, super important. Once the yeah. gap's clean, it stays clean. Yeah, keep it clean. Yep. And if you're going to let it <laughs> sit around well, for you know, a few days while it's just sitting there waiting for the recomb, say you got, you know, cut it all apart, you're waiting for it, definitely cover the thing up. And make oh, sure yeah. you blow it one more time out just to make sure. <laughs> you know, nobody threw a toy in there or something <laughs> stuck in there. You know, and the reason why you want to tape it off is for your next step, right? Yeah, which is you don't you don't want you don't want like more debris falling back in there. Right. Already had so, but for for time saving sake and for a few things like making a huge mess in here, <laughs> uh, we 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 have the basket. It's already ground right now, so we are basically down to uh, the metal. Can we get the camera here quick on to this way? Okay, we're working on it. Oh. So, so what he's, yeah, so what he's talking about is you need to clean off every bit of the old glue. Get and, the glue. Oh, yeah. 
And, and generally uh, on, on the surround, you can take like your utility knife that you use to cut it all. You know, you can kind of get underneath the surround oof. pretty good with that. Sometimes if that's not going to work, I've seen the guys take the oscillating tool and that will die grinder, actually baby. get underneath <laughs> that. That's, it's, it's on a lot of these where it's got the epoxy and that on top. Sometimes that's a little bit easier, but like mm -hmm. Jeffrey was talking about, a lot of the guys now are seeing <laughs> these guys doing the recall and swapping thing. <laughs> and you can take a torch, but you know, here's the thing. You take the torch, you might end up burning some of your paint on your basket. Mm. It might, you know, it's not, it's SPL type stuff. Yes. But I mean, <laughs> yeah, if you're trying to not care about your basket, you take the torch to it. It generally won't burn the paint that fast, but I mean, it, you do have the chance of that obviously, but you'll heat it up and you can lift the glue so off. Oh, hold on real quick uh, before you go in. Uh, one of the best tools in the world for working with a sub and a recone is a Lazy Susan, which he's got underneath. Yes, yes, yes. 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 I, that, that would be – and you can make this pretty absolutely. easily. I mean, mm -hmm. this here is just literally – I had circle round cutouts from sub boxes from mm -hmm. being made years ago for like a white display. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I had that. You just get like – Go to your local hardware store that should have lazy, lazy susan type yep. spinner stick a couple yeah. of screws in there and it makes life a lot easier but another thing i used to use for years prior to having dtx i know it would never work now because i one little bar stool is what i had it was kind of like ah, okay. memphis, memphis car audio a little yeah. oh yeah it sat on there and it could spin and i'm like okay well this is work. <laughs> but i did a lot less recones at that time it was just basically me and a couple guys that competed together and did it did them that way but right if i had to try to do that many on that bar stool there <laughs> probably been about that many done in its lifetime but it, that thing would be it's pretty shot now we use it to actually cut subs apart and yeah clean baskets exactly. with now but, i think the bearings um, get a little crunchy after a while <laughs> so. yeah yeah it's, it's pretty bad <laughs> All right, so, so, so yeah. we're back to cleaning everything up. Once you've got yeah, everything cleaned up, now how, how clean is clean, too? Well, clean is clean enough to where you hit this, basically, what I use uh, to get my basket yeah. and sand it. Even Look if you clean torch, I don't care what you do, you, you should probably still just make sure whatever residue and whatever was stuck to that basket, you torch it off, It's there's still stuff there. So you still mm. got to hit it with this uh, sanding uh, flat the, disc deal the grinder so it, so is that on do you do that on both the um top and also on the spider landing below on the spider landing yeah you do both you'll be okay. down here and up here clean that off because you got to get this old ca and everything that was off here now <laughs> if you haven't sanded this before make sure you do this either outside or try to do it in a well-ventilated area <laughs> you are going to have the worst case of mustard gas you've ever Ooh. had in your life especially if you're working with the ca stuff that that yeah, stuff the ca when you harsh. hit that that it's it's bad it's oh, yeah. if it gets in your nose it's ear instantly your eyes are watering it's the worst thing ever you know it we're it generally happens when we're at slam when we're standing <laughs> out back you got three guys with some big grinders and it's like it looks like this huge cloud. Of <laughs> yeah, sometimes then it's pretty bad. I mean, the guys that are downwind from us, I felt pretty bad for because they had to have been dying of that <laughs> smell. But basically what we're saying is it's probably toxic. 99.9% <laughs> sure oh, yeah. it's not good it for is. you. But uh, don't, don't breathe it in. 
try to do it in a well-ventilated area. Obviously, you know, we're in the middle of winter. Yeah. It's kind of rough for us because sometimes it's not easy to go outside and do it. So I got this vent system thing. I kind of got oh, okay. rigged up. It works. It's not perfect. Dan Brown mm -hmm. will agree. It's definitely far <laughs> from perfect. But, or uh, if yeah, you want, I, you could use a respirator. Um, respirator way, uh, is, is also, yeah. It'll help. A good bit. idea. But you, if it's still <laughs> stuck in the room, though, you don't yeah. want to cloud your whole room out. That was mm -hmm. the other thing. I would hit this and grind it in here. Not only the mess, but this would be like a cloud of smoke from the sea. Hay and it just right. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I could imagine everybody here would be mad at me. But yeah, at that point, you get it all to this. Now, what I would yes. say for cleaning, uh, I take basically a rag, you know, just standard whatever rag would work. Microfiber. Microfiber. Yeah, they had them cheap at the store so yeah <laughs> affordable is what you want to do when you're just wasting it for so what did you put on there you put i like just put a uh, standard uh alcohol yeah the 70 percent or 90 percent or this does is 91 but i yep. mean i yeah I, it dries quick that way yeah the 91 dries it. so much faster than the 70 percent so right you'll so be you sitting know. there and yeah the whole point we just want to get this dirty uh like if there's the dust or the debris yeah. and that stuff even the we'll oils from your hands out. the oils from your hands uh act with the glue differently right and so. anything that might affect the glue negative i mean it's i i don't see the glue let go a whole lot but it, it could happen and if you don't right. prep the surface it's right it definitely has a lot better chance of that happening so at this point we'd be sitting here like this now there is shims that you can use now what this one is here is Paper is what I kind of suggest too, even on my recall video. I know there's people out there sell shims, you can buy shims, but you a, have to make sure it's the right shim. If you buy a shim that's not exactly for what you have, it's not guaranteed, oh, well, hey, I ordered a shim from George on Florida Base and, you know, but you have to make sure, yes, he got some, but they don't always match what you're doing, you know, you got to measure out the gap and the distance you would need to fill it to make it perfect. Uh, that's why I suggest just do the paper. It's flawless. It, everybody has, you know, generally computer printer paper, or you can get it readily available. That's why I just suggest that a lot of the neos we build too, they're tighter gap. So we don't have shims, contrary to what people might think. There's mm -hmm. shims to build production woofers like this XV2. There's definitely. I have a shim that I would do it, but I want it to kind of keep it the same way as like, hey, this guy ordered a recall from BTX, came to me in the mail. How would I put it in at home? You know, try to keep it a little more to that as I can, you know. Right. Without, yeah. Uh, another um, thing so, you can use okay. is playing cards, like, you know, right. like yeah, poker I've cards. That's that what too. I used to do when I first yeah. started. Just make sure you put them in and shim them evenly right they don't I've overlap seen, right? yeah right right oh okay like so you would just put them each individually each in? on each side yes okay right like on a three inch coil here like the paper for this this seems to be about perfect you know because it gives yeah. you a little bit of a gap but it's you know so it generally on this but some of the four inch and other odd size ones can be you pretty much got to get creative and cut shims out of paper and do whatever you got to do but um, basically for this one, I measured this one out. It came out, uh, to where I got enough sheets here. Now people ask, how much do you know to put <laughs> for your shim? 
you want to have it tight, but you don't want it so tight that you're going to fight to try to get it out because what's going to happen, you're going to rip it. It's going to get stuck in there. You're going to hate yourself. You're going to have a bad day. It's probably not coming out. And then we might have to explain over the phone how we can use the torch to try to get that back <laughs> out since it was never used and try to get it back in. But, but what they um, could do is start off with a, a few sheets and just put another sheet in there and just kind of yep, right. test how tight it Definitely. is. Definitely. And if you feel like it's too tight, it probably is. Okay. Mm -hmm. If you're thinking, Hey, I, I think this is going to be a problem. Uh, it can be, I I've seen it where people are like, well, I'll let this sit. And then it got stuck kind of, yeah. and it had a lot in it. And it, you know, this one, it's kind of sliding. Okay. Pretty easy. Uh, it doesn't have a lot of wiggle to it. You know, you, you, you don't want it to sit there and, you can move it all around the world because you're obviously not shimming it very centered at that point either. Um, but you want it to be nice and snug. Like this one here is nice and snug. Now, if I get another sheet in there, what normally happens, you can tell when it's getting too tight, you'll get it like this and you'll, it'll sit there and you'll, you'll kind of fight <laughs> it. But what you want to do kind of always remember, go to the center and pull it straight, the paper, because then this coil will now smooth in and up and down and you can feel it will feel no different than if you had a shim that was roughly proper for it. Now, if it's going to be too tight, you'll feel it really kind of pull. This one is is snug, but I mean, it's it's still you know you're to the point of being able to move. So, with that being said, I would say this is probably where we want the shim okay. to be. You don't want it to be, you know, like I can take like just for instance, I'll just pull a couple sheets and set them aside just to kind of get the idea because you'll you'll be able to tell right away. You know, as you put it, it falls right in. I mean, but it's it, it's yeah. it's very sloppy feeling. It's not, you know, able to feel snug so where it's going to be centered properly. And you can see kind of a lot of gaps sometimes. You probably won't see it too easy on there, but uh, the paper kind of, you can tell it's, it, and it's very, very loose in there. Mm -hmm. It's not, you know, where when it's snug, it's it's a little bit more of a challenge. You know, where when it's snug, it's, it's a little bit more of a challenge to hold. So I'll put these back in here. Okay. Yeah, and it's a good thing when you're using multiple sheets of paper. If it if you feel it's too tight, just take take a sheet off or yep. if it's too loose. Yeah, just pull a sheet aside, and then I'm gonna yeah. test this one too, just one more time, because I'd hate for this to be the one <laughs> that I do it all wrong. And this would be the one I would mess up terribly. See how I can kind of pull this. What you want to make sure is you can be able to get it back out, and it's smooth coming out. If it's mm -hmm. really hard to kind of get it to come back, it's not going to get any easier once it's glued in. You're gonna, it's going <laughs> to be still tight, and you're, you're going to get it fighting it. It probably might bunch up. But what generally starts happening, it'll start to tear. At that point, you're thinking, okay, this is going to get a buddy and have them really push up and down a lot on it and keep pulling it while they're doing it, and hopefully you can whoop, and it comes comes out because – uh, we've been in that situation a few times with some of the needles. <laughs> we'll try to stuff as much in there tight right. as we can because we want those centered. You want perfect. You want a perfect centering. Yeah. yeah. And you'll get them stuck. And yeah, Dan Brown, he's helped me fight this a few times. <laughs> Normally, there might be some cuss words involved. <laughs> Random objects flying across. The, yeah, no. We'll, we'll try to work from all that. So. <laughs> But yeah, you want it to be kind of, see kind of, I can pull it up and down. It's not like really pulling the recone up too. A lot of times you'll tell too, if it's tight, like overly tight, it'll start pulling the recone with it too, because it's 
it's it's got like no it's too tight it right. drags too much so it's uh, mm. hold it up. tristan out of barbados asks can you use a dremel as well for cleaning up and removing the glue you can except for the problem with the dremel is it's so finite it's mm -hmm. really hard to it takes a, a while to clean it that's why he uses the bigger yeah. sander because it takes yeah. off more and then you can use the dremel to fine-tune it oh yeah you could if you really yeah if you got something like this though that's gonna take well, I'll take your hand and everything if you want. <laughs> That's right. You know, Ain't no liar there. It'll, it'll go right down. But other tools that a lot of times I'll see people use, and I've used them years ago when I didn't have to do bulk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, those little like air die grinder things. You get a oh, yeah. little and roll lock yeah. end or something on it. It's yeah. a lot more controllable. And especially like, uh, you know, like if you're mentioned females and stuff, uh, Kayla does that too. She will not touch that tool. It's not happening. <laughs> That's, far that's a too man big and tool. Scary. It's, yeah, no, that's, <laughs> but I mean, the little air grinder, she's used that, yeah. and that doesn't scare. You know, it's a little bit, it's what you feel comfortable with. I mean, obviously, don't go out and get one of them, rip your arm off. And, oh, Dan told me to go. <laughs> it's all Dan's <laughs> fault. Yeah, right. Um, you know, I wish, but, what, yeah. I wish they'd have, like, I, I'm sure they do, like variable speed grinders right so it's not so fast oh they do this speed one, this do one actually okay. is like that to an extent it's actually like a variable speed kind of ramp up so oh, it'll okay. go whoom, whoom, whoom. at least it doesn't just you know now like right a lot of them it. you turn them on and they're you know yeah, this one right. kind of it, it it that's kind of why i got that because i didn't like the old one it's on <laughs> now it's on it's on uh, yeah yeah <laughs> this one kind of just whoom, 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 and then it'll get going real quick so you you can kind of get yourself prepared for danger, so to speak, before. Yeah. Um, All right, so we, so we, we got the shim. The right, so we got the shim. Yeah. We're going to drop in the drop got in. Got the shim. We got to drop in here. Got that uh, test drop fit. In kit. Yep, we've already yep, tested yep, it. And, yep, that, and that one's test fit. It fits. You know, we got that all ready to go. Now what we would have would be a CA glue and accelerator. I have them in different containers. So, so this isn't the CA glue that you just go buy at your hobby shop or at Walmart. No, this is this is actually more meant for the higher temperatures and. Mm. And, and it's also infused stuff. with some silicone, which makes it pliable a little bit. Yeah, it's got the it's got the rubberized CA, so it's right. rubberized flexible ability. Uh, this, if you end up in, if you buy from Recone from us and so on, we also have it where we sell a glue kit as well so so back um, when i uh had my um my company that ca glue the rubberized ca glue was more expensive than gold like a one ounce a bottle of it <laughs> yeah it's, it's harder to find too nowadays yeah. uh, so. ca glue i mean it's it fluctuates i've had mm -hmm. sometimes when i've had to pay quite a bit for it sometimes yeah. it's a little cheaper um so, so when somebody You're calls gonna, up your shop and asks you, hey, can you just throw a little extra CA glue in? The answer is usually no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, here, here's a glue kit, $35. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> the rubber glue and the whole works. But, yeah, I mean, uh, that does come, though, with enough to do a couple. You could do a pair of recones a lot of times. Okay. Buy it and, and it will be the exact same glue. So it's not like I'm selling you some knockoff. Or right. It's literally the same thing. Where you what you guys so use. So I feel yeah. that way. I can be confident they're putting in the recone. They got the same glue. Glue should not be a problem at that point, you know, if right. you're buying the same exact. Uh, so I try to keep that consistent. I mean, I like it's kind of a thing. I like to have the things consistent, do it the same over and over, and we don't normally have the problems. Um, 
But yeah, no, basically at this point now, we would get the CA glue out. What that is, if people haven't used this, this is the mustard gas uh, <laughs> that you grind off earlier. Basically, <laughs> you put it on, and it, it stinks when you put it on, too. I mean, it's a super mm -hmm. glue, and you spray it. It's got a hardener, and it does give a gassy smell to it, but it's not as near like sanding. <laughs> so what I would do at this point is I'll take my shim, my little homemade shim, put it aside. Uh, hopefully not knock all my little bolts over, but... Then we'll take the CA glue and uh, you'll put it on this landing here that you cleaned off so we can apply for our new spider on our recone here. So, so mm -hmm. you're doing the spider first? Yeah, yep, that, that would be here. Yeah, And this is cleaned landing. out. I already had yep. the, the stuff cleaned out prior. Like I said, it was just to save time and not make huge messes. So I took yep. care of that. Oh, look at that method. <laughs> So it's but not this just is definitely, uh, again, where the lazy Susan comes in handy. Oh, I mean, yeah. you can do it without. It's a lot more of a pain, but you'll find yourself, you know, probably having a, a subwoofer like this on a table anyway, and mm -hmm. you'll see yourself turning it in circles even without the lazy exactly, Susan yeah. because it's, you're, you're still naturally wanting to just kind of apply it the same way. But so so a quick question little... on the CA glue. Uh, what's the best environment to store it? Cool and dry. Um, yeah, definitely. What we recommend a lot of times, if you're going to buy it and it's got to be stored, uh, keep it in the refrigerator. In the fridge. <laughs> uh, yeah, keep the accelerator and, and <laughs> your wives are going to hate you. But yeah, put so it maybe they, in a plastic bag. And make sure it. you mark it and so nobody will think it's <laughs> syrup or anything. Right, right, right. Now here, and then you want to make sure the biggest no-no is don't glue this in this way or this way or whatever. You got your terminals or... So yeah, make sure you line your leads with your you terminals. You want your leads to line yeah. up. Now, you know, is it so important that it lines up 100%? Well, try to get it as close as you can. Is it that vital? No, as long as the leads can actually reach where you're going. But if you're, you know, 45 over this way or you're, you know, one way or the other, it's nowhere near, then you find yourself in a, oh, I shouldn't have glued that down type of situation. <laughs> but, uh Generally, what I'll do then is I'll just take it and I will set it down like so. I'm going to grab my, my little accelerator. This will harden this in a second so, here. So that accelerator is methyl ethyl ketone. Uh, you can, if you run out of accelerator, you can always buy it at Walmart or any of your hobby stores. It is a controlled substance, so you can only buy so much of it, at least in mm -hmm. California. Um, but it's, it's called methyl ethyl ketone. It's the same accelerator that you use for Bondo. And yeah, fiberglass. Exactly. I didn't know you could buy it at Walmart. <laughs> um, so uh, Tiffany or Tristan out in Barbados says he's going to tell his wife Tiffany we're getting a spot in the fridge now. <laughs> <laughs> now then, normally I'll go around and I'll make sure this is. I'll just hit it again once. To make so sure got so it if you people that can't see that he folded the cone up. So now you don't want to sit there all day long and, and hold it because basically a good way to know. How do I know how much of this stuff to spray on here now, Dan? Do I use the whole bottle <laughs> no, or one no. speaker? No, no, Dan Brown. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> that, that was a battle. If, if it's turning frosty white while you're doing Ooh. it or it starts smoking and there's fumes yeah. coming up, you, you got way too much on. You know, like I say, just a little bit lightly spray and it takes care of itself. Now the spider is set in place at this point. On this particular sub, missing this 
would not be the end of the world, like putting the little bolts in for the leaf because you can actually get at it from the side here. I don't know if mm-hmm. you can see it from falling mm. here, but you can get at it, right? You can get a wrench pretty easily. Now on the Sundown 12 frame, I know the people that have done this or broke oh. the terminal off in that thing or know anything yeah. about what I'm talking about, realize that that thing is tucked in yeah. here and it's tucked in here. Mm-hmm. And that is not a good place for a terminal to get replaced when we got <laughs> nope. together or to try to put the leads on after the fact. Right. I, it's that, behind one of the legs. <laughs> it is. It's definitely something that you want to make sure you, you do it in processes. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's like anything. It's so, do it in steps. Try to... This would be a step you don't want to forget, and it's been forgot. I've had, oh yeah, a number of emails. Hey, what do I do? <laughs> How do you get these so, things? In? And it's on the twelve a lot of times. Exactly. I think it, it's only on the twelve. So, so yeah. Dave Bradshaw <laughs> says, "Do you have a video online of the recomb process?" The answer is yes. We're making it right now, Dave. <laughs> I, I do th- actually have a video. Yeah. We're gonna redo the video because everyone thinks I'm dying of emphysema because it's kind of like a <laughs> the microphone was kind of a little bit picking up every breath I take type of thing. <laughs> All right. But anyways, yeah, I'll go back to here. I'm gonna put the the little uh, Allen bolts to hold the leads on currently. Mm-hmm. Um, now those they, it's you're not gonna screw them up because they're only gonna go on one side or the other. Generally, if people are screwing them up, they took the terminals off and they put one on backwards from the other or, you know, hey, which direction do I put these back on because they didn't remember how they took them off. And that's that's generally fine. Uh, most subwoofers, not all, most subwoofers are similar to this. The, the red right. is on the left and, and black on the right, with the exception of a few woofers like DD and a few other people that use reverse polarity on their magnets at times. The, the they were flipped <laughs> i've had woofers where you'll find that and even other even some other ferrites i've seen where they're actually backwards and you got to flip them around but yeah the best way to check that too and then when you want to make sure your woofer's done and if you don't know how to make sure it's on the right way just you know if you got a simple nine volt battery laying around at home you mm-hmm. can pop test it your positive should always push the speaker up so mm-hmm. whichever way you're touching it with the positive on the nine volt, that's the side that should be your positive. So just another little tip that, you know, you kind of gain throughout time, you know, people, it's stuff that I take for granted and maybe yep. just it's in the back of my head, but always test uh, your stuff whenever you change anything on your install. Right. So but yeah, you definitely do not want to have one backwards from the other either. So oh, if you're noticing when you're installing <laughs> the terminals that the other side, the black is on the left, but it shouldn't be. It probably shouldn't be. You want to turn that around because that could be a disaster when you get in the car. We have had people that have made that mistake before. Like, oh man, you know, I had my terminal backwards and yeah, that doesn't work so well for the subwoofer. So Dave Bradshaw so, asked, do you sell complete bolt-on tops? Um, Well, it depends on the subwoofer. There's only There's a only, couple of brands that actually do that. Only a couple of subs that you can do that with. Right. Generally, I'll make the customer send, like the American Bass, the DD, there might be a couple more like I think DS18 had a, a woofer similar to that. I'm not sure if the B2 has a top plate that comes off. Mm-hmm. Um, 
It might not, but there's there's not that many where they do come off yeah. like that. It's normally them filler neos a lot of times um, with the removable top. But yeah, we will build full tops for such assemblies a lot of times as long as they send me the plate. Right. And yeah, it, it helps if I don't have a motor, I, I might need a whole sub. I, I think in theory, I mean, it, it was also known as a field reclonable sub. Yes. That uh, right. I think like Hertz had had one, and I know I think like Kicker might have had one. Right? Kicker did. Yeah. Um, so it's it's like if you're on the field, Hertz for sure. You blow the squares, it. the squares yeah, were exactly. all bolting. Kids. Yeah, there was a few. I know even like the Boston sub had well, it wasn't a replaceable top, but they had what was it like a removable coil? You could actually take the whole coil out of the center of the thing. I think it was that oval. What was that STG something or other? They yeah. called that thing. All right. But yeah, there, there's been definitely some weird ways that <laughs> they've made subs come apart and go back together and, and do all kinds of stuff like that. I think even Memphis might even had one of their mojos had a removable top once years ago. Uh, it had a removable whole top basket. A whole assembly. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Basket. It was and that's cool a lot baskets. of times with the, what it is for the Neos too, with the DDs and like the American base and that style. You can get that plate, you'll build a whole assembly. Generally, I have a motor I use where I can build any of them, hopefully off that one. Gotcha. You know, just mm. try to. All right. But it, it's it's definitely something where if you're building that, you you should probably, you know, get make sure everything's going to be together correctly. Have the whole sub right either right there or make sure I have exactly what I need, or I won't even take that job on a lot of times because it'll be more detrimental putting the wrong recone in it than just guessing. Mm -hmm. And you know, all of a sudden the coil is like way too far down, or it's too mm. far and it's up, melting like... and all kinds. Right of stuff. <laughs> now, here what I'll do on this on on mine, I I go back around and there's like little areas ah, on the edge the where backfill. there's there's cutouts. Yeah, and I'll, and if it's got spots like you say backfilling a little bit, just make sure that you know everything's covered real good. And, and for people listening on the podcast, he's talking about backfilling on the spider landing. Yes, we are on the spider landing right now. I'm just kind of going on the edge. I like to just make sure everything's covered. We got a good amount of glue. You know, that that extra little bit of glue, I know we were talking earlier, kind of joking, <laughs> you know, CA glue is, you know, yeah. insanely expensive. It isn't terribly expensive enough to where you don't want to, you know, use enough of it either. I mean, you don't don't try to make it stretch so you can do, you know, four recones out of a little tiny bottle. I mean, right. You know, use the right amount. I mean, don't don't get mad if the thing flies apart and and <laughs> you didn't barely put any glue to hold it. You do want the glue. I mean, you can put it in. It's going in once. Generally, if you're not, you know, running twelve times rated power to the thing, or you know, demoing like Slamology days, you you have a good chance that if you're running these on decent, you know, closer to rated power, they'll last quite a while. I mean a myth that everybody blows these every time they play them it, that is a myth i mean it if you're running this up correctly <laughs> it will play i mean yep i had a set of zv4s that i ran in a daily ground pounding vehicle that i play around with and i mean i got them on assault 12 which is excessive uh not no needed, i guess i'm running that <laughs> one home, which is still excessive but i mean people would beg to differ and tell me yeah. no dan you should be running that thing down to almost a quarter home daily and, and <laughs> daily and give them as much torch and gas as you can throw at them but yeah. you know it, the thing is the coils only can take so much 
Yeah. And, and that's what it really boils down to. I mean, a three inch coil can take, you'll hear guys, oh, I run 8,000 watts. How much are you really running when Doug clamps yeah. the thing and you see what's actually getting put to it? Because the reality of putting 8K to a three inch coil for long periods of time, I just don't see. Yeah. Happening. I have if thermal the limits. Coils, I'll buy them. I'm I'm looking for these. <laughs> You're buying yep. the thermal I'll buy limits. Them by the but no, there are limits, and but I mean most of these subwoofers, not just the Sundown. You you got uh, Roger Crossfire. You know, uh, oh, yeah. Rust EDC. You know, uh, Nick Criminator. A lot of them DD. Uh, you know, they all make decent subwoofers. It's all the same kind of concept. Yep. Uh, you know, it it's just a matter. Okay. What is it made for, and what are you yep. trying to do with it? <laughs> you know, exactly. That's really kind of the big thing. But um, um, okay, now so next, team, that team mini us. real quick says uh, make sure between each spider has glue. Let it saturate through before accelerator is used. Had one come apart a few years ago. Wasn't good on the coil, which is mm. a good point. Um, when you are doing the glue, you will see it seep through the woven uh, parts right. of the, and that's why you backfill. Right. Yeah. It depends on the spider material. Like these are pressed more, so you push them in, it kind of seeps up around the X. What yes. I do on these, because they are indeed already kind of smashed. I know, but like there are spiders where you do stack them and you yep. do layers. A lot of us SPL mm. guys do that, where it's layer after layer. Yep. Yes, definitely want that glue going <laughs> in each and every because it will. It, once it lifts in one spot, it's gone. Yes. You're gonna. It don't take long. Yeah. It, it, the, the CA glue is strong but brittle. It's, it's, it is, <laughs> and that's the other once thing. Once it's broke, when, it's, when you it's uh, the whole way. when you spray that stuff on it, it makes it brittle on the outside. The soft, this inside is still soft and curing. Right, you right. Only and that's the part we got to remember. Yes. Mm. Uh, now, none of us will remember that at Slamology, however. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> hey, we glue this in and go to town at our own risk. A lot of times, we know that it's not dry. Now, yep. with that being said, proper dry time is not. 10 minutes after you leave the DTX trailer. <laughs> uh, proper dry time, I would say let the thing sit for 24 hours. 24 so hours. You can, just let it dry. Let the stuff cure. Now, you'll know that if you cut this apart because you had a mishap real fast. Some people have seen this because they have blown a sub pretty quickly. Into uh -huh. And you'll cut into it, and some of that glue is still wet. It's mm. not like oh, it's yeah. perfectly dry. You'll, you'll, you'll find wet glue under there. So, yep. I mean, how long does it really take? <laughs> I, I've cut some apart that have already been running for about a week, and and I've cut into areas, and it's it doesn't necessarily dry once right. it's closed off that fast. All right, will it dry eventually? I'm sure, but you know. <laughs> All right, we got to get moving because we're gonna run yep, out of yep, time. Yep, yep, I hear you. Okay, so. so we are now going to do this round. Now, also yes. to save time, I'm going to use what I have here. In the ah. Um, what is that? Now, what, what normally would come with the glue oh. kit or normal, a lot of guys will use the E6000 or they'll use a rubberized glue, which I have a rubberized glue with the cap on. But in order to cut it short here so we can <clears> let <throat> this dry, this will dry quick, we can do it and finish the meshing. So I got a two-part epoxy here and a gun. Uh, <clears throat> it's on here. So now what we'll do, now we know this is clean, we wiped it earlier, but make sure this surface is clean too because this is very vital as well. Mm -hmm. you, know, you, you want to make sure that every, the glue sticks to that also. Here but what I'm going to do, I'll squirt a little bit of the two-part epoxy on here. It doesn't take a whole lot, but we'll put it on. Now, I know I'm going <coughs> to catch heck from people on certain <laughs> aspects. Hey, Dan, how come you do certain things certain ways? Um, 
it's kind of more a preference. There's guys that you'll see do this and they'll have 7,563 clamps all the way around the stuff. Yep. It's all in how you want to do it. If you want to mm -hmm. put the clamps on, I'm not saying it's good or bad. Uh, it will definitely hold things in place, yeah. but generally I've glued these like this for a number of years and not really had any kind of issue with it coming apart. It's oh, with no clamps? With this, like I'm gluing it right now. Oh, okay. And, but you have to remember there's certain things that we're doing that are a little, you know, like this method here works because this is indeed a five minute epoxy method. And, you know, it's, it's going to dry and it's going to dry fairly quick. Now I got it laying down, it's into the glue now. But like I said, I'm probably going <laughs> to, hey, how come you don't put clamps on there? <laughs> so well, you got to get really quick. <laughs> and, and also that rubber surround holds that it down gasket. real that gasket holds it down yeah. really really it well oh, hold yeah. it fairly tight and basically what i do with it as i go on there like that if you are wanting to do the epoxy method you can go and i mean any two-part epoxy will work you can get mm -hmm. that you know walmart or wherever and you all, also too. you want to align the holes in the epoxy. yes you want to get the holes <laughs> lined up but yeah while you're putting it down when you line it you want to line those holes up to get your your tinsel lead lined up too but yeah definitely you kind of want to be able to put your screws back through the holes but that's what i was saying earlier it's not necessarily a must you know you can take the gasket right off and redo it again yeah it, you send 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 the screws so for through. people listening um that he he put a glove on and he went around the back side of the surround inside the basket to yeah, help remove to any sure excess two-part set. You want the edge to be sitting up against the, yes. the inside of the basket perfectly. And visually, I mean, a lot of it's just, you know, basic common sense. You know, you look at it and if the yeah. thing's like smeared way over one way, okay, don't let it dry like that. <laughs> I, <laughs> Sometimes you're in the middle of things racing through it. I've seen, you know, some crooked, you know, and it, it very much depends on, you know, what the guy was doing and how fast he wanted to get done. Yeah, yeah I'll so, do that too. So I'll I'll push on the back to so that way it's not, you know, hanging. And I would inside. recommend I would recommend that also with the rubber mm -hmm. glues, you know, even with the E six thousand or with the rubber glue that we'd come with the kit or anything that you'd use, um, still go around and, and just make sure it's set where it needs to be. That's gonna be your best bet. But this one's about a few minutes here and it'll set up. So with that being said, I guess I don't know. We can go on to I guess So now you're gonna now you're gonna pull <laughs> now you're gonna pull the shim out the middle. Not yet. I gotta what, let this once dry everything's for, dry. Yeah. Then now you, this is why like I said to save us time I use yeah. this epoxy so yeah, yeah. it will actually set up quickly and be done. So um so actually, but in the meantime, we can actually. What I will do is uh -huh. I will get our dust cap ready. So yeah. Yeah. So a big deal with the dust cap. Um, it's not a big deal to most people, but to somebody that puts the time and effort into their car, make sure the dust cap aligns with the holes. You want to hold dead center above the dust cap so that when they stick it in the car, it aligns with the holes. Just right. saying. Yeah. Yeah. And generally what we'll do on ours too, we'll actually on this one here, I'll just, uh, most companies will have it. So like this one will have a sundown cap. It'll say sundown across it too. Yeah. I'll, I'll take it to terminal you know, exactly. and where the terminals are, you can go straight across and mm -hmm. you know, it'll get you pretty good. At least the sub looks visual, but in the car, depending on where your holes are, you know, then it might be one way or the other, but, um, 
Yeah, it's it's yeah. You definitely want to try to make it look comfortable. Like you you tried a little bit. I, I <laughs> you tried just a little bit. Sideways. Yeah. But yeah, pretty quick here. We'll get to that. What I say on the dust cap, I just take like your standard. I don't yeah. Sixty grip paper. Yep. I'll just take the corner. That's important right here. If you get a kit, you know. And all the dust caps will have what they call a glue foot. It's the little flat edge that, and that, and you just have to sand the glue foot only. Yes. 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 Just this here. Yeah. You don't need to go and sand on the, the dome area. Like that. <laughs> it depends who you ask. I, I know some people, they. But just scuff it up a little <laughs> yeah. bit. I mean, obviously, it gives a little it bit. A little more edges for the glue to, to yeah. adhere to. So, with that being said, I will probably put this side and get this uh, a little bit of glue there, but I will. Is the cone uh, notched? Oh, yeah, it is. Right. Uh, this cone does have a notch in it. Ah, okay. down cone too Makes it so much easier. Uh, basically, <laughs> if you don't have that, what he's talking about, you set the dust cap on, you know, you got to take something like draw the circle around, try yeah. to get it centered, and then... Yeah, I usually use a caliper. pick it up, and he'll be like, man, was I hammered? I mean, <laughs> this is like way off the... You know, because you'll see everything else will be circular, and the cap will be like half. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. it, it definitely takes an arc. If you got that kind of... Getting that centered the first time, it might not go 100% as planned. Don't get discouraged. The sub's still going to play. It, it's literally a dust cap. It's not, you know. But, uh, yeah, it should, you know, try to make it look as good as you can. It is nice having the ridge to have the cap because it yeah. does make the job. And, and if it's got the ridge, literally the cap sits right inside of it, the yeah. glue foot, and it just uh, right. like almost forms into place. <clears throat> it's perfect. Yeah, so. it, and it sits pretty good on that. Now, I have a nice little dust cap weight that, Sundown yeah, makes. You, um, oh, yeah. you can use many things. Um, before I had these, I used to play around with Honda race cars, little B series things, and so, so on. And so I used to have a little I, bag I of pennies. Crank pulleys. <laughs> so <laughs> if you can find an abundance of crank pulleys off Honda, that's what I used to use. Take <laughs> a little roll of uh, electric tape, set it on top, and set the crank pulley right on top of there. Yeah. So, so I used the to use. A, I used to use a little bag of pennies. Like in a Crown Royal oh, bag with a, you know, yeah. maybe 20, 30 pennies in it and just stick yeah, it in there. there you great. Go. Yeah, that, that would give you a good amount of weight. And yep. Yeah, that mm -hmm. would actually be pretty cool. Now here, I'm just going to go ahead and throw a little glue on because this does take a little bit of time to set up. Uh, the dust cap glue is kind of a, a contact type adhesive. Mm -hmm. So it does require a few seconds to kind of set up and dry to minutes actually. Um, so one thing I have done before, but you have to be super careful and you can really only do it with the notch is you can spray the accelerator on the dust cap itself yeah, and then place it in, in onto the subwoofer. But, um, if you miss, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's done oh, like, yeah, that, yeah, right on yeah. contact. But it'll that start would hardening. only work is if you use a CA glue though on the dust right. cap. Right. Yeah. That's like correct. This, here, this won't need an accelerator on this. Oh, okay. This right. So I, I use the same CA glue for the entire build. I used it for the surround, the some, spider. Some, some guys will. And the I cap. know they've seen a lot, like more in later years, where the CA glue, like I said, is very brittle mm -hmm. and it doesn't like vibrations very much. No. So it, it might have a tendency to pop the cap off while playing music. Uh, is kind of yep. what we ended up learning with that. So that's why a lot of guys will switch to like a rubberized glue like this so right. it will actually yeah. absorb a lot of that. Or the and E6000 then, a lot of people use for... Yeah, that's uh, very, very popular. Yeah. Although I don't know. Someone told me that's banned in California. Is that... <laughs> is it, I don't is doubt that. 
I don't wow. doubt that even in the slightest. That's the. I I, um, I, I don't know. I might have. I had a guy that wanted me to yeah. illegally smuggle him some E6000 to California because he said he <laughs> couldn't buy it. You know, out here it's kind of slim too. Like you know, you'd have to look at like the Joanne fabrics or you know right, to really yeah. find them. Out and then it's so like a hundred dollars for a little bottle too. <laughs> it's like what? Yeah. You go to Walmart up here in Minnesota, it's like four bucks for that big tube. Yeah. Don't get the clear <laughs> one. Get the black one. Get yeah. the black. RP RP Patel actually found it. Uh, they have a E six thousand in like a cock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Been squirting. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so and that that gun. was actually kind of. Kind of, kind of useful too. There are some subwoofers that we do use a little more rubbery stuff on too. I've hooked into that now. I, uh, <laughs> we we toss around <clears throat> ideas. We're all learning. Exactly. I, I learned yep. about that too that day. I was like, wow, they sell this in a bulk. <laughs> that would have been. I need some. Oh, I don't know, four <laughs> years ago. But yeah. <laughs> and I noticed you also put glue on the dust cap on the. Yeah, uh, just the a little bit part. on the bottom ring because okay. once you put it in, it'll kind of yeah. let the glue soak in. It'll kind of round into the glue that's already there. They'll kind mm-hmm. of go together and it'll yeah. help make a better glue joint. Yeah, I've noticed yeah, uh, I feel in a, a little bit more of the gappage when I put a little bit of glue on the dust cap itself. Now, I don't, you know, directly from the bottle, I take like maybe a popsicle stick and kind of, you know, smear it on the uh, the flange part of the dust cap a little bit. Just yeah, so when right. I place it on, it'll it'll all kind of mesh together. Sometimes when yeah, you don't yeah. do that, and a lot see of times if you get it two different angles, like you're saying, it, it, it now you're joining it in multiple different spots. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's not a bad thing, you know. Hopefully, you keep <laughs> the thing on. You know, this glue has actually been pretty good for dust caps. I mean, I, I fired off some pretty hardcore power <laughs> subs with this just to test kind of how. What, what glue going. is that? I mean, that's the thing too. I test this same kind of stuff in our own cars, guys. Yeah, like, yeah I'm not too. just. Here, you use this first, and then I'll tell you if it didn't work for all these guys. No, like we, what, we want to make glue sure it's working for you and Is us, that the E6000 you know? or different? Um, I, it, it, I use both. I do use a lot of E6000 um, for, like, my own personal subs, the backsides of my surrounds. We, mm-hmm. we do crazier things than what is required for <laughs> most subs. Uh, a lot of the guys in the SPL range will take E6000 through the whole bottom of the surround. Because yep. we blow holes through the surrounds a lot of times, and it, it helps keep the surround together. Oh, and, okay. One half of a second longer, <laughs> I guess. Um, I've seen people yeah, uh, fiberglass times, the bottoms. We'll use a lot of different <laughs> adhesives, but uh, so far the adhesives have been pretty solid. Um, the CA glues have came a long ways. You got to be careful. I know there's certain CAs you can get cheap. Like if you're buying a pound bottle of CA glue and it's like $18. That's wrong <laughs> stuff. Very good. Uh, mm. You know, a good pound of CA generally to the market, you're, you're probably around $100. Yep. Um, wow. If you buy... So it used bulk, to be $160 bulk, for a pound. Okay. Well, but if you get a, an accelerator and rubber glue and the whole works, you're probably... You're going to be around that $150 range for a big yeah. glue kit like that. It, if you're buying decent quality glue, that's you're going to yep. pay. But... I mean, you are gluing in a couple hundred dollar recall. Yeah. Right. Yep. I mean, do you really want to take that chance on that? You know. All right. Well, while we're waiting so for we that real quick. Okay. Um. So, how do people get a hold of you or find your stuff and uh, to get recones or talk to you about recones? Uh best bet would be we got Facebook would be Directronics on there. Also, you can email Directronics. It's at info at directronics.net. You can get a hold of me there. 
a lot of guys do try to get a hold of me on my personal Facebook. <laughs> do I hate that? No, I don't hate that. Am I mad about it? No, I'm not mad about it. But, but don't do it. <laughs> they get the other guys sometimes get mad at me because you know if you understand, it isn't that I have anything against anybody. Sometimes I got like a lot of messages I got to go through on that because mm. a lot of people think that's the way to get a hold of me, and it's actually a lot harder because unlike on your business page. These messages just keep going down and down and down until they're gone. <laughs> and then, you know, a month later, I might get back to somebody like, hey, sorry, this was lost among how many messages. So it's not that I'm not trying to answer on there. I just prefer not to because it's a lot easier on the business page um, or on email. Uh, new news, I do believe, now don't hold this 100% gun to my head. I am looking into possibly installing a phone number for Directronics at some point. Ah, with no. a real live person to talk to. <laughs> uh, I, like I an office phone? It's going to be, yeah, I'm going to have to. Um, the email thing has been good and the messages be good, but um, there will be some things changing on DTX that I got to also allow a phone line for some support and stuff like mm. that. Now, yeah. That's going to be a little bit down the road here, but we will get into that probably maybe have a whole nother session with you guys a different day. All right. Um, but yeah, no, uh, I'm looking into doing a few things different, but if you need to get a hold of me, Facebook, email, either one works for now. Okay. We'll probably have a phone number eventually. Or at uh, events, right? Uh, you're going to be at yeah, uh, Slam? Yeah, I mean, we do go to some events. Um, I, I'm going to try to get the list of events figured out. <laughs> it seems like it's hit and miss with things um now i don't know maybe i'm stepping on bad territory or something but uh -oh. there's not bb drag no more slamology that's yep. not gonna be a thing that's correct okay that, i didn't yeah. know it as of as of now as of it yeah. okay yeah. yeah as i realized last year we had to drive like you know to egypt up by there by our <laughs> so okay all right, I won't beat a dead horse, but yeah, I was just kind of curious if that yeah. was going to be. You guys and if you guys are out at the show and you want your stuff reconed, Dan's out there. Make sure you bring your wallet because <laughs> you're yeah, talking we about. Yeah, might the... be able to fix it. Yeah, so, don't fix it. Make, he's that's, the best that's, of the best. You know, it's going to get. You know, he does this stuff for a living, right? So if uh, you're expecting to get away with uh, some cheap, uh, you know, get that out of your head. Wrong right person because... to talk to. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, I do have some. I, I'm not saying you, I'm not saying you, you you won't do it. It's, I'm just it's saying whether or not it's whether or not you know. And I do get that bringing up that as a, a sore subject to some people, and mm. uh, it's not that it's outlandish to ask for a recon, you know, whatever yep. such a price. Uh, sometimes it's a little more outlandish for me to try to tell a customer how much his recon is going to be when the subwoofer only costs such and such amount. Right. It's not that I diss the subwoofer company or I'm trying to come off. I've had guys call me out on it. Oh, why do you say my sub is just, you know, throw it as a paperweight or, well, here's the deal. If it's going to be 150 or $160 for a recon plus the shipping mm -hmm. and your subwoofer was $200 for a new one, <laughs> it might not be, you know, just maybe go get a new one or maybe mm -hmm. wonder why the manufacturer never offered parts for it in the first right. place. A lot of them are a disposable. I guess you'd say a field destroy. Yeah. You know, at that point. So, so Why? one thing, uh, one thing I've always learned, and I, I appreciate, is, um, you're not paying somebody for their time. You're paying somebody for all the years and the knowledge and the R and D and the, 
the destroyed subwoofers that they built to learn how to do yours in a timely fashion. That's what you're paying for. And hopefully with products that hold together. That's and, right. And do, for quality we, products, you know, right? We do do a lot of that too. We'll try custom stuff for people and that's, yep. you know, it, it's a trial and error thing. I mean, oh, sometimes yeah. it works really awesome. Sometimes yeah, <laughs> it's, it's part, part of the learning curve, but that is what we try to offer guys. You know, give them a little bit more of a edge. Hey, we've had guys do right. this. Let's try this with you. All right, guys, so I, I got to cut this up. Yeah. Pull this. Yep. Let's pull that. So you're gonna pull you know, the paper like out said, the it middle. Should, it should pull pretty easy, like it is. It's <laughs> yep. Okay, now we're glued though, but you don't yeah. want it to fight. But yeah, right out we go. Nice, came um, out nice. Sub not rubbing or anything like that. You're good there. If it's rubbing at this point, now is where I'm saying this is where some guys might get a little concerned. Oh my God! Hey Dan, what's going on? My sub is rubbing. I I had it shim perfectly. I know I did. I don't know what I did wrong. <laughs> Liar. Did you connect? Did you connect your leads? Ah. Uh, they'll ask me what I'll say your leads. Did you, did you connect your leads? Are your leads connected to the terminals? You know, or if they got direct leads, make sure the wire is not touching. Right. What a lot of people don't understand, especially first timers is that if that recone doesn't have these leads hooked onto the terminal here and they do end up just being flopping there, if they are touching one another, Ooh. it's going to feel like you shimmed it wrong. It's going <laughs> to, you're going to feel that in the subwoofer and i don't know how many times i've had guys do it correctly and they're like okay i don't know what i did wrong and i have had to answer that to people like hey check your leads make sure they're not touching anything metal or touching themselves because it will be and it'll feel like oh my god i did this wrong i just spent all this money <laughs> they're happy when that's the, the case if it's not the case yep. then there might be other issues but you know that is something to keep in mind that a lot of people do miss those leads when they touch each other and you got that coil in there and you know the motor's charged obviously it's gonna it's gonna act like it's gonna be like a rubbing coil yeah. is what it really feels like truly but yeah it's fighting That's, all right so yeah let's get an overhead shot of uh, what it looks like now yeah can we, can we do that yeah. Oh, that's yeah. with the, uh, the right. Oop. Yeah. Oh, oops. <laughs> don't want it to go falling too far off. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, basically we got the dust cap glued. It's set yeah. in there. Um, everything's glued up now. And like I said, I would so wait 24 hours 24 and then hours. you, then, so I would always pop the, uh, subwoofer just to confirm that the terminals are the right direction. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, yep. and that, that will be with like a nine volt. Have a, a standard, you know, nine volt battery. I mean, yep. right now it might pop. That's a ten pound weight on there, but yeah, just like I say, have the positive. Um, I don't know if you can see it on there, but positive should be positive. See, pop. You touch it, it should go up, and yeah, mm -hmm. coming up. There you go. And that if means it sucks you got in, it's reversed. The right. Polarity yeah. Balance. And if it's going your backwards, you know, and then it, it sucks it down. Yeah. Pulling mm -hmm. the subwoofer down. So yeah, that's one way to make sure polarity is correct. Yep. Um, basic little things, but I mean, hopefully this little tutorial is helping out somebody out there, even if it only <laughs> helped out one or two. It, it got the point across to somebody, maybe gave them a little bit of insight or encouragement yep. hey this guy just did this while they were having a conversation this yeah can't be that bad so yeah. um yeah this would be ready to rock now before we would send this out obviously we check the ohms make sure that's right yep before you put it in your car you should also do the same thing because i have had guys where the terminal could be broke too yeah and didn't realize it it might ohm out at the leads but it doesn't ohm out 
in the terminal because the termination is broke somewhere in the terminal itself. Mm -hmm. I've seen that mm -hmm. before. Uh, a lot of little things. I'm just trying to give out ideas, try to help you guys out so it's not quite such a problem out in the field. You know, get the parts. Let's hope you have success with them. And hopefully every recone goes in and quick and easy, just like that one for everybody. And, you know, like I said, this one would be just left to dry. And then tomorrow we test it out and make sure everything's good. And this one will go off to uh, its owner. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Hey, guys, um, I really got to get going because – I got people I got to take their money, you know. Um, that's what I do on Monday nights. I take people's money bowling. Um, oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> but uh, so next week we are going to have on um, uh, Sparked Innovations, talking about some of their products ah, and whatnot. Ed. Um, Ed, Ed Lester, uh, yeah. friend Jeffries, and uh, Rich uh, Tornetta. We're going to have them on. Then the following week we're going to have judges on again to discuss um, – uh, judging questions, rules, and whatnot for DB drag. So uh, we got all that now coming is, up. Is that all in stone, boys? Is that what? good to go? The, the, uh, you guys got that I believe all? they are. I, I haven't okay. heard from Wayne officially, but we haven't had any discussions, so my assumption is they are. Okay, okay. Yeah, I know there was some discrepancy. <laughs> i seen that kind of go wild for a while. I tried yep. to stay out of that one. But yep. Yeah, but um, you, all right, cool. So if well, you guys, you guys keep doing what you do, I'm ready to see you guys in the lane sometime. Yes, this sir. Year yeah, talk soon. <laughs> all right, Dan, we appreciate you coming in to help us do this. Uh, this is an awesome, dude. I think it was very helpful to some people. It was mm -hmm. a little long, but um, normally, it what is it, um, 15, 20 minutes for you to recone a sub? Yeah, I mean, as long as everything's prepped like this. Yeah, I mean, the prep work. Yeah, the prep yeah, work is what takes time. Bad. Yeah. Yes. So. Yeah. And probably the more the more painful part is, <laughs> yes. is the prep. Yeah. The prep work because the grinding point, yeah. it and this is the that, happy joy joy part. Exactly. <laughs> so once you once you get that all prepped, just drop just like we said, it's a drop in and yep. then glue and bam, you got yep. a brand yep. new speaker. So anybody anybody can do that. It's it's really cool. I mean, like I said, it, it's a simple DIY thing that somebody yeah. can do. It'll save you some money. Uh, you know, instead of buying a whole new woofer, you could buy a recomb for it. Yeah. Um, those things we're trying to be helpful with. Also, remember in the description of on Facebook, on the podcast, everything, um, we have the giveaway. All you guys do is fill out the form. Um, we'll get a hold of you on Facebook or YouTube. Um, and um, if you're our winner, we'll do it live on the podcast next week. And um, we'll see what we can do. Let's try and get those memberships up. We're currently like 330 members on that Facebook page. I have 100,000 hours watched on that Facebook page. and But I only have 330 uh, subscribers. So <laughs> let's get our subscribers up. Um, anyway, guys, hey, I want to thank Dan Horner for being in with DTX. Check yes. him out on Facebook and his website. Uh, if you need parts for the thing, um, Jeffrey, once again, great job. Um, we will see you guys again next week at 530 California time. The only time that matters, obviously. Um, <laughs> but I got to get going. So we out. Talk to you guys later. Peace.